You know, I just realized something, Spencer. Yeah? You're doing the open-ended question today, which is nice. That means that I can start recording without any pressure to think about what I'm about to say. Oh, great. Words and stuff. Yeah. This is a podcast, hypothetically. Of course. Go ahead, Spencer. Okay, so for my open-ended question, uh, what would you do if you could no longer use electricity? Period. Okay. Regardless of batteries, regardless of outlets, regardless of, okay, anything that's not made by your own metabolism. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I die. Like, doesn't my central nervous system rely on electricity? I think I would cease to be conscious. Like, that is instant death. Um, Glad that's not the case while I'd still be conscious, but dead. And that wouldn't be very... Doesn't sound like a very good question. I think that's like kind of the same as what if you died spontaneously? Yes. I'd okay, be dead. Okay, so you're not dead, but okay. you can't use batteries or outlets. Okay, so outside of my nerves and all that, static yeah. electricity, that's it. If it's made by something other than a human body, it's off limits. Okay. Uh, yeah, so first of all, I would cry a lot. Excessively. Excessively, yes. I might actually, like, not right away. At first, I'd just be shocked. But later, when I wasn't allowed to use my iPad, an iMac, an iPhone, Apple Watch, HomePod, on and on and on. Oh, my gosh. No electronics. Yeah. No. Okay. Say I'm in a room and it has lights. Um, Am I allowed to see? Am I blind? Yes, you can see, but you can't touch the light switch. Okay. Oh, I'm just not allowed to manipulate electrical objects myself. So people can use electronic objects on you, but you can't say, okay, someone can take a picture of you, but you can't take a picture of yourself or anyone else. The way you said use electronic objects on you, maybe it's just the wording, but my first thought was of a taser. (laughs) It's not an image I like. Yeah. What if I'm immune to electricity? Actually, I wouldn't. Well, no, because a taser would be touching you. Yeah. So would you be using it? No, you wouldn't be using it because someone else would be using it on you. So. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Well, that puts an end to those plans. <laughs> Just kidding. Right, so what about my iPad, actually? Could I just have my brother, could I be like, hey, just tap, tap. Put a block there, put a block there. Walk backwards, put a block there. Could I do that? Mm, I mean, I'm not using no, it. No, because you're, well, you're using it through someone else. Well, you know what? I don't think I'd be able to interact with regular society. So I'd pack up, move to the woods, call it good. And that's where I would spend forever, is in the woods, foraging for food, killing things. Probably daisies, because that's, that's about how strong I am. Although I'm like... Your current house that is really well insulated, at least compared to a lean-to in the woods. There are lean-tos in Hawaii, aren't there? Like, that could be a thing. It could be a thing, but there, how there you get to Hawaii if the plane uses electricity? Well, I wouldn't be using the plane. I'd be riding it. There's a difference. The plane's moving me. I'm not moving it. That is kind of an interesting idea. And if that doesn't work, you I'll just, just... You could just fly like a Cessna all the way to Hawaii. I mean, if it's old enough, it wouldn't have any electrical components. Yeah. I would bring enough money to buy a plot of land and be like, cool, I'm going to chill here forever. If you, if you could find some way to make a car run without a battery, which you'd have to go back to like a Ford Model T or something. Oh, yeah. those have batteries. Well, they use electricity. Do you, do you know how the basics of an engine work with the spark plug? Yeah. Okay, I'm not so going to go over it, but... Basically, you'd have to replace the ignition, or you'd have to rip out all of like the stereo and stuff, it, and then ignite it manually. That... How? Like could, If you got it custom-made, it might be possible with like, oh, flint steel. Maybe, maybe. I would honestly... Rather swim to Hawaii. You're going to try to swim to Hawaii. All right. 
I mean, okay, that's not true, because I would not make it to Hawaii, and that would not be good. Instead, I will get a paddle boat, wait until a pleasant day, and I will just paddle to Hawaii. And how are you going to get to California to paddle off? A walk. That's a very long walk. You could bike. That's worse. <laughs> have, okay. have you seen me on a bike, Spencer? That's mm. worse for everyone, for me and everyone seeing me on a bike. <laughs> okay. I don't think I should bike to California. I yeah. mean, what if when I got there, I accidentally rode by Apple's corporate headquarters and Tim Cook saw me riding by on my bike? You, you really care about how you seem to Apple despite not being an employee. <laughs> I'm mostly kidding. Also, I don't look that bad on the bike, I hope. I don't know. I, I, I do know I'm bad at... I'm not bad at, but not good at biking. Okay, so no electricity. Your, your plan is to get to Hawaii. Yep. Could you, you could rent a steamboat. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think they'll still require electricity. Well, if you can get it lit, then... It might require electricity. Maybe. Just... Well, the, the modern ones have a billion electrical components. Yeah. You know, let's just keep it simple. I'll paddle to Hawaii, <laughs> bring a lot of money, and I don't know where I'll get it. We'll just pretend I have a lot of money. Ooh. I will bring a lot of money, buy a plot of land, say, this be where I live now, and I will try to find a sustainable way to farm food. Okay. Yeah, there we go. That is my plan for if I am no longer allowed to use electricity. Now, Spencer, for this part, we need to talk about what you're doing right now. If yes. you remember, it has been... You haven't been moving for about a few weeks now. It's been a little while. It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. And in that time, you have just been sitting up on a roof, minding your own business while the unicorns played cards. For some reason, not needing food. Yes. Now, uh, just a quick reminder for those of you who don't remember, or, just, or maybe this is your first uh, time listening, you see, Spencer is the prince, heir to the throne in the magical kingdom of castles with pointed tops. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> However, the dark wizard Molotov, who exists in the dark forest, a realm near the castle, has come and taken over. He, uh, when Spencer, the prince, came to stop Molotov, Molotov expelled him from the castle at great force. It was very dramatic and over-described. When Spencer <laughs> finally landed in the dark forest, he decided that the first thing he would do is set fire to the ground. It wasn't very effective. Oh, and he landed in a whale. Well. Whale. Whale. Wheel. Wheel. It's a wheel. <laughs> Wheels make water. He landed in a whale, which is why... Well, it's not... Well! No! Well! No! Vocabulary. He landed in a well, which is why he didn't die. You see, the water saved him from the impact hurting. Now, Spencer then proceeded to, as I said, light the forest on fire, get up to a tall tree, and then watch to see what would happen. He learned quite quickly that in this forest... Fires burn very slowly, apparently, because all the material in the forest, including the material inside of trees and such, and the dirt, burns very, very slowly, and the dirt itself does indeed burn. Probably some sort of weird oil thing. Shoot, now that I've said it out loud, people will probably try to point out every single way in which that is wrong. By the way, know that this substance takes a lot of heat to catch on fire, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Now, when Spencer lit the fire, it was with the intention that something would walk up to the fire to see what was going on. Spencer was hoping that he would attract the attention of some being, and from that, learn something about his surroundings. He attracted the attention of a unicorn, and it was probably the worst thing that has happened to him in a long while. Indeed. He tried to bullfight the unicorn. He threw flaming stuff into the face of the unicorn using the bucket from the well. He learned that the unicorn is a lot smarter than he is, and right now he is trapped on top of a roof with two, is it two or three unicorns? It's three. I've, yeah, it's three. With three unicorns, one of which ran really hard into the side of the thing, another of which Spencer just moved out of the way in, the, in time, that the unicorn smashed its horn through the front door and is now stuck there in a very, very funny position. Spencer, however, is in no position to laugh at the horse's position. Ha-ha. Uh -huh. Ha-ha. I will laugh out of spite. 
laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. That was not a laugh, but all right. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm not really sure where to go from here. That's right, because it's up to you. Just know that there is another unicorn charging, but it has come to a stop because it can see that there is a problem with its other two friends. One last minor detail. The house seems to be mostly impenetrable. Okay, so I'm on the roof. It's a thatch roof, right? I'd say so. How close is the forest? Or the forest fire? I'd say it's about 50, 60 feet off. 60 yards, actually. You can see the thick black smoke rising from it. Okay. Um, can I... Can, is there something on fire nearby that I can use to burn the thatch? No. Great. It's 60 yards away. How long are your arms? Uh, 61 yards. <laughs> no. No. I don't think the prince is very good at math, everyone. Indeed. Um, the kingdom is in grave danger. Molotov yes. might be better. But let's not fuss about that. Thatch truth. I think his arms are like three feet long. Yeah. I might have the wingspan. He's the wingspan of, like, a California condor. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. That's how tall he is. I, I think you have the wingspan of, like, I'm looking five feet, maybe. Maybe. No, no, the prince can't reach any burning material. Okay, so I can't reach burning material. There's two unicorns that are trapped, and one who is concerned for his friends. Oh, no, just one who's trapped. The other oh. two are concerned for their friend and mad at you. Their horns begin glowing. Apparently, they can perform magic with their horns. Maybe. I lay flat on the roof to dodge whatever the crap they're trying to do. You begin to feel yourself rising. Uh... Remember, it's thatching. You could try grabbing it. Sure, I grab the thatch. Okay, you grab the thatching, the thatching with both your arms, with both your hands, but you can still feel yourself rising. Slowly, the thatching is being pulled out of its place, the thatching that you're holding. Uh, do you want to try turning around and flipping and doing the thing and getting a better grip? Mm. Right now, you're on your back. It's not a very effective hold. On my back hold, okay. Um, yes. Yeah, your left hand's slipping, so... You let go with your left hand, flip around, and with your left hand and your right hand, grab onto the thatching and start pulling on to as much as you can. You are, the amount of force that is pulling you is twice than what it would usually be with one unicorn, and it is becoming exceedingly strong. It, it, it's sort of as if the world has flipped upside down, and gravity is pulling you away, directly away from the thatching. Okay, I hang on and start to try and pull the thatching off with me. You start grabbing more and more thatching, and with your right hand, you're throwing more thatching out to the wind, and you start trying to get inside, I assume, right? Yes. Okay. You pull with all your might, and you get yourself inside, and it seems as if the unicorn's magic temporarily doesn't have the same effect on you. Okay. You fall very hard to the floor, face first. It's a floor, though. Yeah. I mean, that's the good thing. It's not that far. But what kind of floor? You can immediately tell that it is cold, hard cobblestone. Okay. That probably hurt now that My I think about it. My nose is probably broken. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, I didn't mean to drop you from the roof, but it just happened. Okay, it, so... It wasn't a tall fall. It's not a very big building. Right. You're lucky that the horses haven't tried to climb on top of each other. They'd be on the roof. Okay, so I'm in the house. I immediately start looking for weapons. As you look around, you notice that it is a single room. In that room, there's a trap door in the floor. There, a wooden trap door in the floor. You see what looks like weird thingies. I was about to say brewing stations, but you wouldn't know what that is as the prince. Okay. I'll just tell you they're brewing stations, whatever. You also see a mini fridge and an armchair. It's not a mini fridge, it's a cabinet that probably has food in it. I open the cabinet. And you see a can of beans. No. Can I open the... What year do I think this is? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you look inside the cabinet and you see horse meat that looks suspiciously magical and well-smoked. You see nothing else. I eat the horse meat. You think it's very tasty. The unicorns looking in at the window get very angry and start <laughs> smashing the window out. Okay. Um, 
It, it works. There's a hole in the window. Why did I not just do this? Well, I mean, if you had tried to go through the window, I mean, first of all, as you can tell, the whole house is magically reinforced. I think if you beat your fist against it, eventually you would have broken it. But what would have broken it is the unicorn slamming into you and pushing your fist through the window. The, un the unicorns okay. would have killed you. So I grab a leg off the armchair. Okay. It, have... it's, it's an armchair. It's like three inches long. Okay. Do I have anything, any sort of nail? There might be nails in the trap door in the floor. Okay. I think, I, th I think I might be hinting at something I, here. I throw the leg out the window and run down the trap door. Well, okay. So, first of all, there's a trap door in the way of running down the trap door. Do you want to, like, <laughs> open it? Yeah. Okay, so you can't find a handle, but you dig through the... You dig for, like, the edge, and you lift it up. Yeah. So the trap door is open. Yeah. You see some ladder... Heading downwards. I slide down the ladder like a fireman. Okay. It's about five feet of ladder, and you are in a very short, three-foot-tall room. Being as tall as you are, that means that you're on your hands and knees now. Okay. As you crawl around, you discover more magical-looking objects. Which one looks sharpest? The sword. I grab the sword. Okay, so you are now armed with a sword. You also see what looks like armor on the floor that seems to be glowing with an aura of power or maybe a curse. Uh, I'm gonna laugh. Is there a dump or like a training dummy nearby? Well, you continue walking around the room and find a ledge, and when you jump down it, you are out of the crawl space into a large room with training dummies, more armor, the skeletons of monsters, and a nice area to butcher unicorns, apparently. You know, the scallops on their meat, I guess. Okay, so... Whoever lives here. I grab the armor, because I don't think it's cursed at this point if I know this guy is butchering unicorns. Oh, yeah, he'd probably use that as part of the butchering process. I haven't thought about it, you know? You can't kill a unicorn if it's killed you first. Yeah. So you put on the armor. It's, uh, it's made of leather mostly with some medieval parts to it. You grab the sword. Do you want to leave, leave through the crawl space back upwards? Is there another entrance nearby? Or like, can I see daylight? No, you are in a basement. Okay, so yeah, I leave through the crawl space. All right, you leave through the crawl space, get up the ladder. Well, before you do that, as you're going through the crawl space... You start hearing terrible bangings up there. Just bam, bam, as if large rocks are smashing into other large rocks or bricks or something. You climb the ladder and get to the top and see that the unicorns are picking up huge boulders and smashing them into the magically reinforced house so hard that they're getting it to shudder, which is quite impressive. Is there a back window? Well... No, I guess not. Hmm. You have a sword. Do you want to, like... If I don't have to go through all three of them, I'd rather not, but... There is still a horn sticking through the door. Can I cut it off? You can try. I try. Okay, you run at it and smack it with the sword. There is a very loud... <coughs> Noise. Apparently you've made something very angry. The horn cracks a bit, and the sword kind of gets stuck. Not like stuck, but like it goes into the crack. You easily pull it out. Um, While you're it... hesitating, the horn starts glowing, and suddenly you've been picked up, and you are thrown upwards through the thatched roof so hard that you go through the thatched roof and you're hovering way up in the air above the house. I'm beginning to realize I've stacked the odds very hard against you. Um, I'll give you a hint. Earlier you saw potions around the brewing stand. I just made that up, but you saw them. Just okay. have that thought while you're in midair, 12 feet above a thatched roof and then a floor. Okay, so I land on my... Er, is he going to drop me? 
He drops you. Okay, I roll to my back in air, so I land through the thatch and try to aim for the potions, or where the potions were in the hole. <laughs> okay, so you fall kind of through the hole that you fell through earlier. Because you landed on your back, there was a lot of thump and trying to fit through the hole at high velocity, which worked out. And then you sort of smack against the floor, but your weight was evenly distributed, and, you know, the thatching happened first, so it wasn't that hard of a smack. It was just, it felt like a good five-foot fall. Okay. But you're mostly okay. A little dizzy, shaken up, but you get up and walk over to the potions. Okay, so I do that. I drink all of them. It's as if you can lift anything, run at any speed, make anything happen, and it feels as if you can march through any fire and live. I punch through the back wall. You hurt your fist severely. Ow. Nothing happens. Okay. Um, <laughs> I open the door. Your fist is instantly healed, by the way. Oh. That's abnormal. I open the door and immediately slash at the unicorn that's stuck. It catches fire, and it's still... I think you pull half of its horn off. And now it's on fire for some reason. And running around, whinnying, trying to get away. Okay. The other two unicorns give you these looks, and the rocks they're holding are suddenly joined by a bunch of pine needles. Replaced by pine needles I close now. the door. <laughs> There's a loud... <laughs> as pine needles stick through the wood and quiver menacingly. I hit the hinges of the door. With the sword? With the sword. Okay. Nothing happens. Don't I can't get the door free. Well, it's a very <laughs> solid door. Oh. I mean, look at how well it stood up to pine needles. This is a piece of metal. Stood up to pine needles. Okay. Um, <laughs> so weird. Uh. I think we have a problem here. Okay. Is there a table? There is a table. I grab the table and use it as a shield as I go out sword blazing. Okay. Pine needles stick into the table. Some of them are poking your hand and it hurts, but you're okay because of the potion thing. And you go running through the door and start slashing like a madman, and the unicorns gently back up out of your way. Um, I peek around the table and throw it at the nearest one. You throw it with tremendous force... And it gets its horn stuck in it. <laughs> okay. And makes a very sarcastic sounding grunt as it has to like lift its whole ta the whole table with its head. Okay. I run at the second one. You are instantly very full of pine needles. I keep running. <laughs> you put the sword into the unicorn and it falls over dead. Okay. What well, didn't catch fire this time? On um... fire. I jump onto the back of the one with the table and put my sword next to its throat, but don't kill it. It throws its head back, knocking the table into your forehead, throwing you <laughs> off of its back. Okay, I stab it. Uh, you're on the ground, you go to stab it, it turns around and jumps, lifting its head up and then throwing its head forward, knocking the end of the table once again straight into your chest, blowing the wind out of you. Ooh. You drop the sword next to you with a loud, oh! Uh, it's lifting its head to do it again. Don't hesitate too long. I roll forward and grab the sword. Roll between its legs. Okay, you start rolling forward, and boom! Straight onto your shoulders, but it knocks you forward. You feel much pain in your back, but it is instantly healed. You feel invigorated by the potions. I run for the sword. You run for the sword, and the unicorn swings its head, knocking the table into you, just barely knocking you off of your trajectory, and your hands grab oily dirt, and you go rolling, sprawling, and stuff. Um, can and I, just, I just jump onto the table. What picture do you have of the table? Uh, uh, it, it, a solid board with four legs. Well, okay. You jump at the table and kind of poke yourself with the horn and then kind of get shoved off and then whack with a table leg. I'm sorry. Okay. See, I'm, like, going stabbed, like, 
to multitudinously by pioneers. Well, he's I'm had <laughs> he, he's had some very very close calls here. I'll I'll give I'll give him that. Um, you're you're still fine, but you can feel that power from the potions waning. I punch him. You punch the table, and you can see that it visibly knocks it back a little. Okay. And it whinnies and then charges you and smacks you with another table leg. This time hurting a lot more than normal because the potions are wearing out. You've got about 10 seconds with them left. I'd get the sword, but okay. I Boom, down to the ground. You go, oh, your leg. It hurts. I punch it again and grab the sword while it's running back and then bullfight it. Okay, so you punch one of the table legs and yank. You grab it. That's not a winnie. You grab the sword and you go running towards it and you're like, yeah, and you slash it and you finally get it. Okay. And it's on fire even though you gave it a very minor flesh wound. And it is making a lot of noises and the table's catching fire, which is very interesting and frightening. Cool. Um, can I slash it again? Well, it's run away very fast. It's running off into the woods, okay. away from the forest fire, which seems to, for some odd reason, be very close to you and in two different parts. Like, one of them is, like, right next to you. Could have anything to do with flaming unicorns? I think not. Maybe. Okay, so I run away from the forest fire. Okay, that's a good idea. You leave the home of whoever it is to burn. As you are running, you see another thingy off in the distance it is another it looks like a shed it looks like a tool shed that's what it is a tool shed cool i go there <laughs> okay you run up to this tool shed you see that it's not very big it almost looks like it might actually be the wizards or whoever owns the house totally not the wizard but maybe the it looks like whoever's toilet because you know old-fashioned times but it doesn't have the moon on the front so it's not a toilet okay uh, it's not even Shrek, though. Eh, it's a, sh it's a Shrek. Okay. Uh, I open it and immediately point my sword at whatever's behind the door, if anything. There's nothing behind the door, but if it was an outhouse, that would have been very rude. <laughs> okay. You look down, and you see, yet again, another ladder hole. Is there anything else in the room? Well, there's darkness. Okay, I go down the ladder. <laughs> Your sword provides a very dim luminos luminosity. And when you get down to the bottom, you see a torch with a put-out flame. There is no flame, but it looks like it still has charcoal in it. I hit it with the sword. Very gently, you strike the coal with the sword, and it bursts ablaze. Okay, I use the torch and look around. You see a large armory full of magical weapons and books and a library. And a button labeled, do this for access to all the knowledge in the library instantly. Because reading is hard for you, wizard. I don't do that. I grab, is there like a battle axe? An enchanted battle axe, by chance. Well, yes. I grab that. Okay. Is there any better armor? No. Okay. I swear to God, if you said diamond armor, I was going to smack Is there you. a bow? There is a bow. I grab a bow, and I'm guessing it's got arrows? No, it's a bow. Okay, I'll hold on to the Th bow. This, this isn't Minecraft. It doesn't come with arrows. <laughs> so I'll just hold on to the bow. There is a quiver. Uh, are you serious? Well, not with the bow, just in the room. Fine, I grab the bow and quiver. Okay. Does the quiver have arrows in it, though? That's, that's the question. I no, there are arrows in the room, though, on racks. Different racks with different types of arrows. And they're labeled with some sort of magical writing. I grab all of them. Okay, and shove them into the quiver. Let's just hope that none of them make whoever you shoot stronger. <laughs> I mean, since when would there be a game where that could happen, you know? Wait, Stop how big is this quiver? Big. <laughs> okay. How this, is this man even moving? Is there... This is our mysterious voice. Hello. Hi. Um, well. Oh, sorry. So, is, is there a sheath for my sword? I would hope so. Let's say it came with one and you're wearing it, just because. Okay. Um, As you look around the room, you see more potions like the one you drank before, and a backpack thing. Yes, I grabbed the backpack and all the potions. You shove them all into the backpack and find that it has a very large amount of space. 
Hmm. Um. You know what? I'll hit the button. Okay, you hit the button, and suddenly it's as if time freezes, and you receive all sorts of knowledge. The arrows, that's what you'll learn about first. One of them will freeze anything it hits, sort of. One of them will explode upon impact. Don't drop your quiver. One of them bursts into flames. Again, don't drop your quiver. And one of them... And one of them has a slightly sharper tip than normal. Ooh. It's very helpful in archery competitions, just trust me. Okay. They're good for poking people. Ooh. Well, I would... <laughs> That's why the wizard has them. I, I would think so. I mean, poking at somebody with a really sharp thing. Don't miss poke! Yeah. Right. So... <clears throat> anyway, you learn that the potions, there are different potions. The green ones make you stronger, and the other green ones make you healthier, and the other green ones make you immune to fire, and the other green ones are very sweet. I drink the very sweet ones. You don't know which is which. They're all green, Spencer. Okay. They're all green. But why are they all green? Green. Green is a good color for potions. Okay, we're going to have to clip this part out because... Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, add a flag. Add a flag. Add a flag. We've flag. got so many segments in this. I know. Isn't it great? It's a jigsaw puzzle of a podcast. I mean, <clears throat> it makes sense. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Let's resume where, where the heck were we? Um, oh, the green one, and the green one, and the green one. Right. And you also see, the green one. Yeah. Well, yeah, you see, they're all green, because green is a good color for potions. All right. Um, Apparently. Just, just know that none of them are harmful, except for the black ones. If, you, if, if that touches something, it hurts a lot, and then, like, fire and charred bones and stuff and acid and smoke okay again don't drop your quiver or your backpack different pouch there's just the one okay um well what if you dip the arrow like the really sharp tipped ones in the black goo of the potion it's not a bad idea uh would you would you mind mysterious voice stop giving him hints okay thank you thank you sorry um I do that, and I just keep going. And that's all the knowledge the room has to offer. Good luck. Oh, and except for one other thing, there's a magical chariot nearby. Just... What's it pulled by? Well, magic. What else? Okay, so... It's I magic. Didn't... I didn't call it a horse chariot, now, did I? Oh, it's a chariot. All right. It's in the garage. If you go up out third pine tree on, third pine tree on the right, there's the garage. Okay. Inside of it is the magic chariot pulled by magic. I go to the magic chariot pulled by magic. You meet magic, the magical Pegasus unicorn who gives you a death stare. She Do I still have knows. some berries? You hold out the berries to the unicorn who gives you another look and then charges you, poking you straight in the stomach very, very hard. Okay. More segments. Okay. Anyway. The magical berries fall out of your hand. Finally. I'm glad we can be done with those things. <laughs> they don't ever lead anywhere good. So... I would recommend chugging every single potion in there except for the black one. Just chug. No. I hold out a random potion. A green one. Okay. And Magic pulls her head back and goes in for a second and pokes you again in the stomach because you haven't moved or done anything, except held out a potion. Okay, I drink the potion. It's not broken. It tastes very sweet. Dang, I should have given that one to her. Okay. And she's going in for another stab. I would recommend running. I roll to the side and drink another potion. Okay, this one... Makes you feel as if you can resist any fire. And I the unicorn is swinging towards you. I still have a cape, right? Yep. I bullfight it, only this time I have a sword. 
you poke it in the side, it catches fire, and you lose your magical chariot. I would recommend running out of the garage fast. Yes, I do that. Wait, no, chariot. Well, can I... what good is the chariot if there's no magic left to pull it? I Mag... asked what it was pulled by, and you said magic. Yeah, magic, the unicorn Pegasus. <laughs> okay, I run. <laughs> you run at top speed, and for reasons unknown to you, the garage explodes for effect. Okay, Michael Bay over here. Um... You don't have any way to fly. I would recommend that we do a little jump cut here to when you finally crawl the rest of the way to the castle. Yes. Okay. By the time you get to the castle, by the way, behind you, you can see that the entire forest is engulfed in flames. Flaming shapes keep trying to fly out of it and fall in. It seems as if you have led to the extinction of the unicorns, but let's be honest here, you're not going to be sad about that, are you? No, not at all. Um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who are, are going to want to cut your throat while you sleep. I don't tell them it was me. <laughs> <laughs> My story from now on, if I ever get back to being king, is I was attacked by a dragon. Yeah, and it disappeared forever. A really, it, it burned itself. A really small it, dragon. Yes. yes, a very small dragon, and it just flew away. It, it, it had checker stripes and... Polka dot squares all over it polka dot, with sure. two different colored legs. Sure. Totally not bad improv. Okay. It's totally real. So I'm at the castle. What kind of, yep. or what time of day is it? Uh, I don't know. It's midnight. Let's go with midnight. Midnight? All right. You, but you can see the castle very clearly in the firelight. Whoa. Um, Why hasn't anybody tried putting out the fire? Well, it's very hot. If you get near enough to it, you kind of just melt. So how did he survive it then? <laughs> well, yeah. when it's this big, when it was small, he could just tell that it had a lot of heat and just instinctively kept away. And that's what everyone else is doing. So everyone else is good. What if um, he catches his kingdom on fire and then he's just gonna be depressed? <laughs> um, there are other kingdoms. It's a fantasy world, so there aren't other kingdoms. Use your kingdom well. Kill Molotov. Okay. Uh, I drink the last two potions. Oh, two? yeah. Is it two? It's I two. don't know. There are tons of potions. There's hundreds of them. You drink a bunch more pink potions. I mean, green potions till you feel good. <laughs> okay. Do I feel like I can punch a wall and break it? Do you remember what happened last time you tried that? That one was enchanted. This one isn't, I'm assuming. Okay, this one is made of really thick stones. You punch it really hard, and it's a good thing you have that health potion. Now, let's try <laughs> going. Well, his fist went really hard into a non-moving object. What do you think happened to the fist? Got like bruises and little cuts. More and a... than cuts and bruises, even. Well, yes, we don't want to scare the kids. Okay. What kids? I don't can know. I... Okay, can I rip a tree out of its roots, or out of the ground? Okay. You grab a pine tree and pick it up by its roots. With a lot of heft! And finally the trunk breaks and boom! It like knocks you over backwards, kind of, but then you magically balance. Okay. You Wait. are full of exhaustion, so you set the tree down and you're kind of like... And then you notice in front of you, there's a tall man standing there, wearing dark clothing with a flowing cape behind him and a pointed hat crossing his arms, giving you a bruh stare. <laughs> I shoot him. You drop the tree, pull out the bow, he snaps his fingers, the bow goes flying out of your hands, your quiver, all the arrows in it go flying out into the air and are suddenly pointed straight at you. You have flashbacks to pine needles. <laughs> um. All around you, all pointed at you. It's, okay. it's a good thing you're armed, right? Maybe. I'm really banking on this armor, but I use my strength and jump at the wizard and snap my fingers for effect. He snaps his fingers, raises an eyebrow. You go flying backwards into a tree. Arrows go flying towards you, straight into you. Explosion, fire, more explosion. It's very exciting. Okay. And you fall off the tree where there is a Prince Spencer-shaped print and make a rasping cartoon sound and chug another health potion. Okay. Does he still have the black potion, or did he use that all on the arrows? Mm. No, I didn't use that. We're getting to that. You hit the tree very hard. 
that green potion you notice is in a big bag full of dark soup. Green and black soup in glass shards. I, wait, was it deadly or did it just hurt? It's probably deadly. Charred bones and all. I chug all the rest of them because if I'm dying, I'm dying anyway. Uh, couldn't you try throwing the bag at Molotov? How do you know it's Molotov? I drink one more potion and throw it at him. Okay. You reach and grab the few potions left and throw it at him. He flicks it aside and yells, Boy, just let me rule the kingdom, you lose. Did he? Wait, he touched it. He did. He accidentally touched it. Go! Hey, Molotov died. Cool. Now I am seriously in pain. Yeah. I drink that last potion and pray it's a health potion. It is. You're fine. Okay. So I'm in searing pain for a while. Yeah, but you're okay. I mean, let's look at what you've done for your kingdom. You killed Molotov, destroyed the dark forest, and killed the unicorns, which were sneaking out at night to eat citizens. How good could also, things be? I also got rid of our entire lumber industry, or potential to have one. <laughs> well, I mean, unicorns, so there never was a chance to begin with. Okay. So it's okay. And um, it's a magical kingdom. And if we look at all other magical kingdoms that you see in cartoons, especially for children, those annoy me so much, there is no economy, so everything's fine. Okay, I use my knowledge and create a bunch of potions and start an eternal conquest. We're coming for you, Napoleon. <laughs> all right, good job, Spencer. I succeeded through much railroading. Success. All right, so that was very exciting. Indeed. Now, uh, in just a moment, we're going to have a guest speaker, but before that, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about, let's see here, ooh, two different types of mind manipulation. Oh, no. The continuation of our superhero stuff. All right, we'll see you after the break. Okay. Yeah, so mind control, though. I mean, just imagine if you, like, succumbed to any temptation to do anything that was really wrong. I mean... Wouldn't it be kind of difficult to not want to be able to go, give me the cookie you're holding? Yeah. Write your bank account number on this sheet of paper and then leave it in this nondescript place. And leave without well, knowing where you are. That one, mind reading, I wonder what your password is. I'll just Actually, sign into your phone now. Wait, if you, if you use mind control, can you use things that people have memorized? It depends. Like, how would mind control work? Would it be like, do this, or would you think, do this, and then they do it? Would it be, would it be sort of like the imperious curse, or? I think it would be more like you see someone, and you say, hey, do this, and they do it, but you don't get to see what they're doing. That's more, that's more a hypnotism sort of mind control, and we can go with that. Yeah. But does that mean you'd have to say aloud your instructions and no. they are just obligated to follow them? It's basically, it's just you think, hey, do this while you're, uh, whatever you do to activate your power. And they do it. The thing is, you'd have to dictate it to them directly. Like, you can't just say, write your bank account number. You'd have to say, write, or you'd have to say, like, grab the pen, put it on the paper, and then, like, define how you'd write it to well, that sounds really hard. So I think I'd prefer having mind reading. Can we agree on mind reading? I mean, it's, it's good because you can know what people are thinking about you. Like if someone is like, hey, I'm going to think bad about you, and you won't know, and you're looking directly at them. You read their thoughts, and you're like, <laughs> I do not like you at all anymore. Okay, so we're gonna so we're gonna write down on this handy nifty little chart that we have decided on the mind reading. For those of you who haven't been keeping up with how we've been doing this, so far we have decided that X-ray vision is better than invisibility for various safety reasons. Speed is absolutely incredible, insanely useful, and much 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 better than super strength. And next week we will decide between two different types of flying. Okay, so for today's uh, super-powered segment, we have a competition between reading minds and controlling minds. 
Ooh. And to discuss this with us, we have Z. Hello, Z. Hey, how are you? He has his own uh, thing on. Spotify. It's Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. We'll put the URL in the in the episode's description. If your platform does not support episode description, uh, wow, I sound like someone really old saying like, if your platform doesn't support episode description, if you don't have the full universal resource locator, if you don't know what HTTP stands for, click here. Side effects may include death. Hyperlinks. Click the hyperlink. Oh my gosh, right. Anyway, if your platform doesn't have our episode's description, don't worry about that. If you want to hear more from this guy, just go ahead and go to our podcast on Anchor. If uh, you want to go to Anchor's website, they're the platform on which we create these podcasts. So wonderful podcasts. Okay, so read minds versus control minds. I mean, read minds would be interesting, especially for school, because you could just read your teacher's mind for a test. Not necessarily your teacher's mind. There's two different ways to read minds. One would be look through their mind, browse it like a book, and another is whatever they're thinking is broadcasted to you. Which one are we looking at here? Probably look through one person like a book. That would be helpful for, like government officials like knowing what they're thinking of like yeah Ooh. like trump like hey what are you thinking bud and then goes <laughs> being able yeah that'd be really useful but then there's controlling minds i mean just make your teacher give you an a yeah but that's I mean, less helpful long term yeah so here's the question though how what's the range on control minds should we say sightline? Sure. Let's say that's the case for both of these, is you have to be able to see them. Yeah. So if you can see someone, you would never get pulled over, though. Ooh. Because as soon as you get pulled over, you just control the mind of the cop and have them pull over someone else or just turn their uh, siren off. Yeah, something like that. Well, then you're messing with the law, and then you can yeah. kill someone and then I, be like, hey, I, I didn't do that. I can see so much danger to mind control. This is just me, yeah. but I would much prefer having the ability to read minds. It's one thing to decide what a person does, but it's another thing to know what they want to do and why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could basically just be the world's like strangest um, psychologist. Yeah. Someone just walks into your room, you're like... You're depressed. Just well, just, just imagine, though, another thing. Say you didn't tell anyone you had this power. Yeah. I think with the exception of super speed, which I'd rather have, but that's a topic for another time. This is probably one of the most useful of all of these. It's also probably one of the most immoral. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about people's privacy here. Especially, well, I think controlling minds would be more immoral. Oh, yeah. Controlling minds, I could see a lot more uh, ethical ramifications to allowing yourself to do that. I mean, unless you want your mom to take you to McDonald's well, that, after, that's, you've been, after you've been bad. and then you're I was like, thinking more that, like... That's still wrong, like... Committing a murder through someone else. Ooh. I mean, you're technically not committing it. You're having someone else commit it for you. Or making someone do something they don't want to do. Maybe even just to bully them. Yeah. I mean, you could force suicides. Ooh. That's ew. That's dark. That's, okay. that, that's so way dark. Spencer, too dark! <laughs> oh, you could do all sorts of horrible things. I mean, mind reading, you could still like dig up the worst dirt about a person and make horrific uses of that information. Blackmail much? You could, blackmail much. You could blackmail everybody on the world. Everybody on the planet. If they're in your line of sight. Anyone you can see. What if you're At blind? At least once. Mind control while you're blind. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Imagine meeting someone with mind control who's blind. Wait, if you control someone's mind, does that mean you can see out their eyes? No. Possibly. Well, yeah. why not? Well, because it's all in the brain. So... Every, like, all of the signals that come from your eye go into your brain. Trans- Directly. Yeah, translated in your mind, which means if you controlled their mind, uh, would it send signals back to you? Sure, why not? I mean, okay. if you can read through their mind, why not just see what they're looking at right now? 
Yeah. That could be kind of useful. I mean, I'm if you were blind. You can actually see the world and be like, I didn't know there was like 50 shades of well, blue. Wait, would that be mind reading or mind control? Mind control. Mind okay, control. so then you mind, probably would be able to see yeah, what they're looking mind at. Mind reading, you don't well, see what they're looking at. You just see what they're thinking. Well, no. Yeah, because well, mind reading, you would. But as with mind control. Yeah, so mind reading, you'd be able to see what people were looking at. But mind control, you wouldn't. Yeah. So which would you rather have? I kind of think mind control. I'll be honest, though. Both of these kind of feel like a curse. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't necessarily be bad to you, but I feel I mean, like... Can you turn them off at any time? Like, sure. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of the case with all our superpowers. Like, we don't want to bring too much, like, you can run really fast, but it, you need constant nourishment or something like that. Yeah. Unless maybe you did come up with that. But, uh... I would laugh if you came up with that. But uh, the thing is, though, uh, so far we haven't been like, this is what it is, but these are the drawbacks. It's more like, this is what it is, and what drawbacks would that have? Yeah. Not scientifically, of course. So, so here's the thing, though. Mind, uh, mind control. Basically, if you can control someone else's mind, it's all down to how you use it. Because, I mean, if you use it for just simple, innocent things, it's probably not a big deal to I want most people. McDonald's. Yeah. But if you, basically, if you were any sort of, like, psychopath or something. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a podcast. Hypothetically. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, or most importantly, and especially, if you like using what we talk about as conversation starters with your friends, we'd recommend that you tell them about our podcast so they can experience the magic, too. In fact, right now, sharing our podcast with your friends is one of the best ways that you can support us. Uh, if you have any recommendations or topics for us to discuss, uh, you can email us at so.hypotheticallyspeaking at gmail.com. We can't wait to read what you write to us. Did you send us anything?